Good morning on this Monday morning. We want to welcome you to our devotional. Golden Nuggets, food for thought and for the imagination. Consider the verses that we're going to be speaking about and talking about. We started off of teaching in the Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer. And then we transitioned into the timing of God's seasons and times for the life of the believer plus the things that he has in store for nations. And that's where we're at right now. In Ecclesiastics in chapter 3 and verse 1 that there is a purpose and a season to every purpose and a time to everything. Meaning that nothing happens by chance or simply happens because it was a coincidence. There are timings that God has set that are irrevocable. That means they're going to take place no matter what. And there are seasons that God has prepared for our lives that sometimes we miss those opportunities and almost have to repeat an entire cycle again before coming up to another opportunity, if the opportunity even arises. So let's look at some of these things today as we continue in this line of thought and thinking. In John chapter 5, verse 3, it says, In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. Jesus is at the pool of Bethsaida, and there is a great multitude of people that are sick. Many have been there for many days, weeks, months, and even years, hoping that when they get into the water, when it's moved by an angel, at a certain season only, anyone that got in there first was healed. Notice, doesn't say that everybody was healed, but it was for the person that took advantage of that season and was in there first. So let's read on. It says in John chapter 5 verse 4, For an angel went down at a certain season. So this is something that God had prepared ahead of time. This is something that was established by him. And it was on that one set occasion or proper time. Remember that. It didn't just happen whenever. It was a set time. We have to understand God's workings and dealings with both humanity and the Christian and nations, including Israel and others, deal with his seasons and his times. And when we are in those seasons and in those times for his purposes, then things go accordingly. When we're out of synchronization, then it's just like anything else. If a car is out of timing, that car is going to give you trouble. It's not going to function correctly or properly because it's out of timing in the engine. So it will not function correctly. Well, it says, For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water uh, in simple uh, language. It, he agitated it or he stirred it uh, so that it was moving, so that you could recognize that the angel was there even though you couldn't see him. And it says, Whosoever then first... After the troubling of the water stepped in, was made whole of whatever disease he had. So notice the important words here. 
Whosoever, that means anybody. Didn't It doesn't specify that you're a Christian or a non-Christian or, or a Jew or not. It just says, whosoever then went first into the troubling of the water was made whole. Not just healed, but whole. That individual was completely uh, healthy, well, uh, in everything. Of whatsoever disease he had. So it covers the whosoever and the whatsoever. Then it says in verse number 8 of chapter 5. Jesus saith unto him. Rise, take up thy bed and walk. Now the season for this one man to get healed had nothing to do with the angel at that time, as far as stirring the water. For Jesus is the messenger of God that has been sent. So Jesus himself, he stirred the waters, not in the water itself, but in that he stirred it in the heart of that man. When Jesus says unto him, rise up, take up thy bed and walk. And of course that man was healed, but yet nobody else was healed. The timing and the season apparently was for that one particular individual, that one particular life at that one particular time. So it's of great importance for us to understand that it's not up to us to determine God's time. God's times are determined and it's up to us to enter into that flow, knowing when to enter in. Now here's an example. In the book of John, in chapter 7, Jesus going up to the Feast of Tabernacles during the time when it was the appointed season. In other words, this was an eight-day feast from Saturday to Saturday, or Sabbath to Sabbath, in which all the male Jews were required to attend, just like the Sabbath day was a set time for them to rest just like the Passover once a year was a set time for them to oversee and to observe. And just like the other feasts that God had given the nation of Israel, there were set appointments. You could not change the time nor the day, whether it was the seventh month of the 15th day or, or whatever it was. They were set. Therefore, it's during this set season that Jesus is asked if he was going at that time to the feast. And Jesus responded, and he said, Then Jesus said unto them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. In other words, you can go to the feast at any time without any problem. With me, they're looking for me, they want to kill me. That doesn't mean I'm going to tempt God and put myself in the midst of them just so that they can, you know, start throwing rocks and stoning me. So Jesus was very cautious of that and he knew what time to go. Aside from that, his time to go to the cross was not fully come yet. And we're going to see that as we read the next verse in John chapter 7, verse number 8. It says, Go ye up unto this feast. I go not up yet. Unto this feast, for my time is not yet full. So there was a reason for him 
of not being there at the feast, but he mentions the time being full. In other words, my time is not yet full come. In other words, even though it may seem like it is the opportune time, it hasn't reached its maturity, its fullness, that, you know, this should be done just because they said it. Now, Jesus said in John 16, 14, but these things I have told you, that when the time shall come, see, so now the time is going to come for us, you shall remember that I told you of them. And these things I said <clears throat> not unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. And then finally, we want to look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13. Using the word fullness, it says, Till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. There is in the life of an individual, according to Ephesians chapter 4, where the work of the ministry and the work that has to be done, whether it's the apostle, the prophet, whether it's the evangelist, the teacher, the pastor, in preparing the body to come into unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, speaking about not just knowing Him, but a relationship there, unto a mature man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness. So we will all come and have to come to that time where we all as mature individuals in the body of Christ make up the full stature, the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ here on this earth. Then the world will know that we truly are one, as Jesus had prayed in John chapter 17. Until we meet again, consider the thoughts and the food from God's word for our imagination and our meditation. The Lord bless you until then. Amen.